0: everybody welcome back to pagan's reading nook i am joined by a very special author today who i actually got an art copy of her book which i loved and i went and actually bought a copy because i loved it so much and so (laughs) that is maddie c james who wrote something in the texas sun if you follow my blog if you follow me on social media you probably already see me promoting the crap out of this book (laughs) um yeah just go buy it but we're gonna talk about it but anywho i digress maddie welcome to the show
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk about the book. This has been a crazy week. So (laughs) this is just the icing on the cake.
0: (laughs) Well, first off, I have to say I read your book cover to cover in one sitting in like four hours. Oh, my goodness. It was so (laughs) good. I literally could not put it down at all. I I was so captivated. I was like screaming at the characters. And I at one point in time, I (laughs) closed the book. And I'm like, I swear to God, if she gives me a third act breakup, we're going to have some issues. I'm going to send her an angry message, which you did not give. So, fair warning to me. No, there I didn't. is not. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was really actually important to me to not give a third act breakup because I love romance books and I love that drama. But you know, you expect it. You expect yeah. a third act breakup in this day and age, right? So yes. I just, I was like, there's got to be a way to do it where we don't have a third act breakup. So yeah, yes. that was a goal. I'm <laughs> glad to meet it. <laughs> I'm so glad
0: you did. The only thing I was like slightly disappointed in the book is I got to the end and I'm like, why aren't they engaged yet? well there has to be a little bit of drama before that stuff happens
1: right yes but literally
0: I was just like I'm at the end why is there no more why is there no more come on Nick put a ring on it already like let's go oh and Nick was such a good character oh thank you he was so so good and I don't know if you've watched Yellowstone have you watched Yellowstone
1: I have. Okay. So I, I wrote this book. Um, I started writing this book about a year and a half ago, and okay. I hadn't watched Yellowstone. And I had my amazing sister kind of uh, acting as a beta reader for me. And her and her boyfriend had been watching Yellowstone. And she's like, you have to watch Yellowstone. It's going to be inspo for this book as you're yes. writing it. So I started it and then we haven't actually finished it yet because we heard there's not going to be there's like a hold on one of the seasons so we're like we're gonna wait till it's done and then we're gonna watch it but I've had people tell me like that Nick and Kate remind them of a young Rip and Beth and that is such a huge compliment (laughs) to me so I mean I was really really excited to hear that and I obviously loved Yellowstone as well as what what I've seen of it anyway so uh,
0: uh, Nick for me was a combination of Rick and later seasons Jimmy I don't know how far you are into the show yet um but you know when you get to uh, spoiler alert for anybody who's not watched Yellowstone, when you get to see Jimmy <laughs> kind of mature a little bit, um, he was a combo between Jimmy and Rip for me. And I was like, Yeah, he's so perfect. Like honestly, yeah. you painted the perfect cowboy guy. character. <laughs> <laughs>
1: complicated. He's a complicated guy.
0: <laughs> he's so he's good. Like, to keep him
1: golden retriever with a dark kind of broading, like side to him so that he was kind of my goal truly is that. and, and mm-hmm. honestly
0: like Katie Katie kind of gave me like the softer side of Beth Um, not yeah. the, the oh, whole yeah. tra- traumatized <laughs> you know I'm a living bitch kind of version of Beth but yeah, the softer side of yeah. Beth which was really nice and Frank her dad everybody like all the characters were so well rounded and so good and such thank great you. supporting characters And thank you um I'm just gonna gush for a little bit so you just have to bear with me everybody the settings yeah, yeah, go right ahead the the scenery everything was perfect I grew up on a cattle ranch in northern New Mexico and like it for me I did it not was, know
1: that that's amazing yeah
0: for me it was like reading like going home and like Aww. reliving all my memories of you know moving cattle and horseback in those early mornings mm-hmm. and the drama and the memories you make on horseback and everything it, like all of it was just in there and I was like I I can't get enough of this book that's why I'm like, can I please I be our two? So
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I always I definitely wanted to like I've had so much support. And then, you know, just having the shares and the posts and the people talking about it. And the biggest compliment that I can get, because you're not the first person to say to me that it reminded them of home. Um I've had a few girls that I sent the book to that are actually, they live in Texas and they're like, do you live in Texas? And I was like, no, but I had family there and I've been there and kind of grew up going there. So I do know the feel of it. And um, that's the biggest compliment to me is to hear that I wrote Texas well, or I wrote cattle ranching well, because that was such a goal. I wanted to show a little bit of the grittier side of what actually happens on these ranches and and for these families, because there's things they struggle with and mm-hmm. I just wanted to kind of keep that not as a forefront, but definitely wanted to keep a little bit of reality. It's not all sunshine and roses when you're living on these ranches, right? So I just wanted to keep that kind of, so that's the biggest compliment to hear that it reminded you of home. I love hearing that. That makes me so happy.
0: (laughs) Honestly, and truly like the, the, the realness that you put into the, the work behind the cattle ranching, and, you know, I'm assuming you don't live on a cattle ranch from kind of what you said. No, you're saying. I don't. <laughs> and the fact no. that you were able to do it so well. Some, you know, some books out there that are, you know, cowboy kind of books that try to do that, they will either do it really well or they fail miserably and just get completely mm. everything wrong. And all the stuff that you put in there was as close to accurate as you could possibly get.
1: And that makes me happy.
0: <laughs> Like truthfully, I was like, wow, like she either lives on a cattle ranch or she's done this, like she's done the work because I, she, you I know. haven't done
1: the work, but I, I do know that I do know it. Like I have um, family, like I said, my aunt Barb, who I based aunt Tracy off of, mm-hmm. she was from Wimberley, Texas. And we spent time there quite a lot while I was young. I do have half my family is from America and half my family is from Canada. So I did spend a lot of time. Um, around her property and just her husband um, getting to know like, you know, how they look after their land and stuff. So and of course, I did quite a bit of research throughout it. But um, just the, the fiery kind of Texas aunt was where I was going with that. And she reminds me so much of my Aunt Barb, even right down to the way I described how she looks. Um, and that she loves Elvis and listens to Elvis and all of that. So I, I definitely wanted to try to keep as much realness in that. So that, oh, that just means so much to me for to hear you say that. Thank you.
0: You did such a wonderful job with it. And it was so like i said everything about it was so real all the way down to even like how the ice storms worked and how like they affect everything and i was just like wow like i'm i was just completely (laughs) astonished how good everything was and um, everyone who's listening you're probably just like okay we get it you like the book i'm gonna keep talking about how (laughs) good this book is please please go buy a copy oh my gosh (laughs) if you like cowboy books or if you even like yellowstone just go buy a copy and read it trust me you're not going to be disappointed Mm Um, there's a link in the show description. There, there's my shameless plug. Um, but love it. Where did you obviously, like you said, you didn't grow up on a cattle ranch? So, where did the idea for Mm -hmm. this book kind of come about?
1: I just felt the need to show like that classic. Like I loved growing up. I I mean, I'm gonna just totally out myself here and say that I was obsessed with like the classic love story, like that love story where he is just so obsessed with her, he would burn the world down for her. And I mean, I read books like Twilight and you know Mm -hmm. uh, even later on in life um, like even just like the Hunger Games and like all these kind of iconic like from my young age and I was they kind of became my whole personality and just like I wanted to create a love that was so great to show this guy who was otherwise kind of broken by the trauma that he had had as a younger guy he was started off in life with such a uh, such a good chance kind yeah. of. And then his whole family world fell apart. And I wanted to have her almost be that saving grace for him, that thing he always reverted back to. And I just had it in my heart to put it on paper. And and just my aunt did pass away a few years ago. So um, I wanted to include that. I always had a love for Texas. I have a love for the South. We go there a lot. We travel and we spend time in Texas and Tennessee and even Georgia. And we love that area. So I wanted to show the just that it's a different vibe down there you know mm-hmm. it's, it's the families the people they're just so kind and so welcoming and so open and the connection they have with their community and I just felt the need I felt like there wasn't something that was available right now for younger um, like based on younger characters mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's quite a few out there that are based on older characters and they're living their adult life but this for Kate was you know um kind of a coming back to this person who she grew up with the center of her life that just everything fell apart for them and I wanted to kind of bring it back and I just had it on my heart to write and it just flowed out of me I don't know (laughs) I don't know I can't really describe another (laughs) way of as why but it just came out and I just wanted to tell their story and I mean obviously I'm not done yet because we have two and three coming so and I mean maybe even I've been asked quite a lot about a side character story that maybe involves um, Kate's sister, Charlotte, because I'm starting to really love the character development in her as I've finished book two now. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll see where it goes.
0: But yeah, uh, I just have it on my heart. We don't get a whole lot of Charlotte. We get a little bit of Charlotte in book one. um, I get more Charlotte in book two. (laughs) She was one of those characters. I'm like, yeah, she's never coming home. (laughs) Like she'll come home for holidays, (laughs) but she's never coming home.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. I, there's definitely a lot more Charlotte in book two. Nice. She's kind of uh, a bit of the center, and her personality is so polar opposite of Kate's. And they're just—they have that great sister bond, that great sister relationship, and they bring the best of of each other. So mm-hmm. I was really happy to include her more in the second book, and um, she was one of my favorite parts of it. So
0: oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That is super awesome. Ooh. Now, obviously, yeah. we're talking um, about book one. Well, we're going to hopefully get to tease a little bit of book two more sure. um, later on um but I ask all my authors this and it's the brutal question that everyone hates who was your favorite character
1: my goodness
0: (laughs) I know it's so hard to be (laughs) Uh,
1: it has to be Nick like I just had such a Nick I took a little bit from my own husband and my own husband's past and he's not like a muse completely for the character I kind of developed it over time but just that relationship I had with him while I was writing the book, I actually felt like I kind of fell in love with him while I was writing the book, if I'm being honest. (laughs) I was like, God, this is just the perfect man. Um, And so he's got to be my my favorite. He's so complex. He's got so many different sides to him, but he has so much to offer. And I just, I really enjoyed writing. I still am enjoying writing him and watching how his character is developing. He's not perfect. He admits it. He's rough around the edges, but he just has that golden retriever kind of heart on the inside and he fights those demons that he has every day. So I just think he's he's probably my favorite character. And yeah, I'd have to say Kate's a close second, but he's definitely my favorite.
0: I, I would have to agree with that assessment. I think he is definitely my favorite. <laughs> also kind of followed yeah. by Frank. I really liked Frank.
1: But I love Frank.
0: Frank reminds <laughs> me of my Uncle Frank, surprisingly. Um, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. love it. My Uncle Frank was very kind of similar in that regard and uh, kind of one of those guys that... He was all business, and there were times Mm -hmm. when he would be very much kind of playful with you, but most of the time he was all business, especially when it counted, (laughs) and it's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're my man. He's the tough exterior. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's hard to he's a hard nut to crack. But he's very um, he has such a big heart for the ranch. And he obviously grew up there. because mm-hmm. I I do know that he's second generation on the ranch. His dad was uh, worked with Daniel, and um, so he has the best interest, but sometimes he can just be meddly and get try to get in the way. And I and there was times I was writing him that I was like, just stay out of it, Frank, and let them do their thing. But he always had the ranch's and Daniel's best interest at mm-hmm. heart through the whole thing. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It was such a really great kind of story. And like I said, all the characters are so well-rounded. And,
1: thank you. you know,
0: sometimes supporting characters kind of get lost in the mix. But, like, all of your supporting characters, none of them got lost in the mix.
1: Nobody thank really you. did that get lost, so
0: which was really <laughs> awesome.
1: You have a little important parts to play, all of them. So. <laughs> they
0: really do. They really do. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it. your favorite aspect of book one? Like, what's you know what was your favorite part that's you know obviously without giving spoilers because we don't want to give spoilers away but no, what was your favorite yeah.
1: part um i feel like just the awakening for nick of like i think he struggled for so long knowing somewhere deep inside him that he had these feelings for kate but not knowing i think in his own mind if he was enough for her or he'd always put her kind of on a pedestal and saw her as something to you know work towards like he sees himself as a better um person in her, kind of. and just that him letting go. I don't want to again give spoilers, but just him letting go and accepting like, I can be this fan for her, and I can, you know, kind of be what she needs and just giving it to because I think he kind of punishes himself too, mm-hmm. for a lot of the stuff that happens, you know, in his earlier life with his parents. And um I feel like he just it's like a turning a corner he turned through the book. And and that was probably my favorite thing to see was that he just embraced his feelings and let it let it lie, kind of like let it see where it would go. So yeah, that's probably my favorite part.
0: I think one of my favorite parts and one of the parts that made me kind of like tear up a little bit too was his revelation of his tattoo when he was telling me about it. I was like Oh, come on. Like, you're already perfect, man. Do you have to go and be more perfect? <laughs> it's like, geez. Okay. Now, like, my heart's being ripped out here with like happiness, yeah. but still. I yeah. Was like, That's so I, sweet. He,
1: I know. And I think that he, like you said, he didn't even realize kind of the depth of it until he told her about it, right? Like, it was mm-hmm. one of those things where he was like, I see her, I want to do this, but, you know, and he was kind of saying, Well, it helped me to remind. Um, need to be good like you but um he just I don't know he he didn't even almost realize the depth of his feelings I think until he started actually admitting them to himself so that was part of it right yeah um and yeah yeah he's a deeper soul than we when we think at the beginning
0: (laughs) he really is a deeper soul and you know I loved how his progression of his character arc went um and I would say probably he has the most you know dynamic character arc out of everybody in the book Mm -hmm. um and just watching that whole thing unfold and his whole thing it would just chef's kiss chef's kiss perfect oh
1: thank you (laughs) oh my goodness thank you so much like this just means so much to hear this and I've had so many people just reach out to me and say things and of course you know cowboy and small town and everything, it's a certain genre. And, mm-hmm. and when you love it and if it hits the mark with you, then, you know, I've had, like, I've had people that have said that it has and they've reached out and that's the reward for me. Like just hearing that after all the time I sat and edited and written and rewrote, Countless things, you know, over and over again. It just to hear, oh, I loved this line so much. And I know in my own mind, like, I rewrote that 50 times. So I'm <laughs>
0: glad you like it. You
1: know, <laughs> like just hearing that means so much to me. Um, and I mean, that's the reward of the whole thing.
0: It absolutely is. And it just, Oh my gosh. Like I said, I could gush about this book for days and days and days and days. It just it's so (laughs) good. So happy. Um it is probably now in my top ten favorite books of the year. Thank um, you. And maybe ever. Uh, (laughs) i'm not usually one to like if i get like an art copy and stuff like that if i love it then yes i'll go get usually like the kindle copy and all that and i did Mm -hmm. go buy a kindle copy of it because i absolutely wanted to have it and i want to continue to have all the stories that are associated with this entire family because it's perfect um but it is a book that i would reread over and over again because it's just it's a comfort book almost um, Thank you. That's what I was aiming for. Yeah.
1: I wanted it to be a comfort book, something that you could just read and be like, okay, escape from, you know, the real world or reality and, and just like let's live in this cozy little ranch in Reed's Canyon and <laughs> and just be, you know, where life is perfect, kind of. Not perfect, but just, you know, cozy, like you said, natural.
0: I will give everyone who's listening if you're thinking that this is, you know, a cute, sweet, clean, cozy read, it's not. There's some smut in it. There's some really excellent (laughs) smut in it, but it doesn't overtake the story. So if you're somebody that's like, oh, I don't want to read smut, then I'm sorry this book is not for you, unfortunately, because the smut was also chef's kiss perfect. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Well, and
1: for Kate, I just wanted to tread with that so lightly because she's obviously, it's like a sexual kind of awakening for her. Mm -hmm. Nick's kind of the notorious bad boy and he's seen and kind of done it all whereas she's just like more innocent and whatever so I wanted to I had to be careful with it right and, mm-hmm. I mean as much as whatever he might want I mean he has to it had he had to be careful for book one and who knows for book two it might get spicier
0: quite a bit spicier <laughs> but <laughs> we'll see <laughs> I did see. I love that so much about his character too that he truly cared enough to take his time mm. and to make sure that she yeah. was comfortable, that she consented to everything, that she was not yes. feeling rushed or regretted anything mm. um, down to almost damn near every kiss that he did. This it was perfect. And, you know, yeah, because we don't see that a lot in, you know, a lot of books these days, even in a lot of like real life, we don't see that, unfortunately. No. And so seeing that he was just that careful because he never wanted to cause her any more pain and I think that he understood gentlemen <laughs> I also think he understood how much pain he originally caused her once she you know kind yeah. of laid into him a little bit then he was just like yeah. oh I fucked up
1: <laughs> yeah he knew he fucked up he knew it <laughs> he knew it you know and he says that in the one part like I just felt like such an asshole but I just couldn't help it. I had to keep going and it's like you know, not once, but yeah, I guess really, if you go all the way back to their youth, he heard mm-hmm. her then. And, you know, obviously we don't want to give too much away, but he does end up kind of doing a number on her later. It's just, he's, like I said, a complicated guy. He's always got that Southern gentleman kind of soul, but he's got a, a darker side, a dirtier side, I guess. So I mean, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, she's, she's got to get used to that. So, yeah, yeah it, it's careful. so
0: good though. So, so good. Thank you. So, let's talk um, a little man. bit about book two. Now, this one sure. is something in Oklahoma. Is that right?
1: Yep, yeah, something about Oklahoma. Something about Oklahoma. Um, yeah. So, um, we're going to continue on basically six months after where we leave off at book one. And you kind of just see a little glimpse of the life that they've been living for the last six months. Um, without again giving too many spoilers about the first book how they've managed how they've got along how their relationships progressed and then of course we have to introduce you know drama and um maybe even you know another character or another couple characters that try to pull them apart um it's it is going to be a little more dramatic but uh just as
0: just as well
1: rounded hopefully
0: okay <laughs> I, I mean, i I'm like nervous, but I'm also excited <laughs> you know, give you a
1: little premise if you want
0: like okay, so I'll, the- I'll take a little of- <laughs> okay, just a little bit.
1: The premise of book two is um obviously the ranching communities are very close, and um at the start of book one, we're told about um Kate's mother and the relationship she had with another ranch that she worked on Mm, for another family that family has now moved to Oklahoma Um, we don't really know why when we start off book two but they moved to Oklahoma and they have their own ranch there and there is a a fire that destroys part of their area and um, it it needs it needs help repairing so I've had people say to me like are they going to break up at the beginning of book two or whatever and I'm like no, you know, it's not that kind. It, they might be pulled apart against their will, and then they have to fight through that. And and obviously, like I said, we know Nick always has fought with his demons or battled with his demons. He he sometimes turns to a more of a self-destructive path when adversity comes his way, and he has to kind of fight through that. And it's just there's some drama that ensues, and, and you'll have to see. I mean, you'll know soon enough the book is coming out on October 25th, so... Nice. Um, you'll be getting an ARC, an arc copy probably by the end of September, I'm hoping. And uh, you'll be able to give me your feedback on it then, I guess. I,
0: I'm hoping so. I'm also hoping and also praying a little bit that there is a an engagement and a wedding in book two. I, you know, I'm hopeful here, but I'm also like not holding my breath. But at the same time, I, I'm just like, oh, come on. Like, literally, I'm just like, dude, you love her. She loves you. Everything's perfect. Just yeah. ring on it do it <laughs> get a
1: nice ring let's just get this moment over with
0: <laughs> it's like you guys have had your entire you had your entire childhood to practically date each other like y'all yeah. know. come on now <laughs>
1: that's true they knew each other so well back then
0: Yes, I
1: know. I'm glad people said it to me. Why weren't they why weren't they engaged? Oh well, you just have to wait. It's a three book series, so we'll see what happens. So but, are uh, all
0: three books gonna be based around Nick and Katie or is they all gonna be like same universe, yeah, different characters? same universe um like obviously
1: book two uh, a large amount of it is set in oklahoma and Mm -hmm. i'll give a little spoiler some of it is set in california um so that's probably with charlotte yeah Yeah. a little twist and turn there and um and then for book at the uh i will say um book two it it might leave you wanting book three Quickly, <laughs> um, there is, you know, it's it might be more of a cliffhanger than book one, um, and then we will continue through. But there is new characters that are introduced and new dynamics, and um, yeah, I'm hoping by the end of book three to be able to wrap up their story, and then, like I said, maybe even spin off their story and do something with Charlotte. Um, I'm not sure yet where that's going to go. I kind of just let it go with the flow Mm -hmm. and see what happens but um as of right now I have a full plan for for book three as well and I've already started writing book three I'm hoping that that will be done by the spring um late late spring maybe early summer a little bit longer um than the difference between these two because I wrote I almost had book two finished by the time I sent book one to the editor so um it just is a little quicker of a turnaround for book two than it probably will be for book three but okay yeah their stories their stories are broad so we'll see what happens and then go from there
0: <laughs> oh I cannot wait I, I'm like chomping <laughs> at the bit for it I cannot wait haha ha. Horse humor I'm so Horse happy to right hear there, that everyone <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> chomping <at the> bit. <laughs>
1: um
0: but yeah I'm excited for book two I'm excited for honestly I'm just excited for the whole series like it's all just so good and thank you um I really hope that nick and katie kind of tie the knot fairly soon but again that's something that we won't know until maybe book two you want that two. country wedding right I a do. Nice Wedding on the ranch. <laughs> honestly like okay for those of you who may not have seen the cover like there's this horseshoe with these beautiful daisies on it which daisies are a big theme throughout the book so just you know spoiler mm-hmm. for that um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, like honestly, like I could just imagine like the entire wedding with like the d- decor of just like those horseshoes with the d- daisies on like you know the pews or the chairs, rustic and and just rustic yeah. and gorgeous. Heck, they could have the yep. whole damn wedding in the barn with the horses there, and I'd be happy. They, Actually, could. Be yeah, they could. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: You're writing the book for me now.
1: You're putting, you're putting imagery in my mind now. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, it it's could so be good. <laughs> I love it.
0: So um, do you have any book signings or events coming up that you want to tell everybody about so they can come and connect with you?
1: I'm actually just in talks right now with Barnes & Noble. I want to do, if I do a book signing, I really want to do it in Texas just because that's where the book is set. Mm-hmm. Um so I have been in contact with, uh, Barnes and Noble just, um, on the outskirts of Austin, And, um, they do like local author programs. Mm-hmm. So there will be maybe more news about that coming soon. I wanted to kind of get this book launched and then I really have to focus on getting book two completely ready and then out. Gotcha. Um, it probably, would, probably wouldn't be till the early new year. I would imagine if we can actually set something like that up, but yeah, important to me to do it in Texas and then, um, kind of keep it, uh, to local to where the book is actually set just for the beginning. And then we'll see what happens. Um, I've had a really good response so far um, from the book. And I've been promising myself, you know, don't go on and see how many pages are being read or how many copies are being sold. Just let yourself ride through the moment. And I did go on a few days after the book was released, I guess, Sunday. And I saw that there had already been over ten thousand pages read on Kindle, and then I got a notice that it was—I think uh, it was like number thirty-four in the hot new release section mm-hmm. on Sunday. So I was really excited to see that. Um, and I just want to kind of like let the universe do its thing, as my husband always reminds me to do, and um, see what happens, and we'll go from there. Hopefully, we can do some setting things up of, of signings. That would be just a dream come true for me.
0: That would be so amazing. And yeah, um, Austin is such a beautiful city anyway. So mm-hmm. you know, doing it there, I think, would just be you know, a really fun experience for that. Anywhere, anywhere in Hill Country. Honestly, anywhere me, would I be think. great, yeah. right? <laughs>
1: Beautiful there. I love, I love that whole area. And just, like I said, it's just near and dear to my heart, really all of that area, even Dallas and McKinney. I spent lots of time there too. So, um, I would love to do something like that there. We'll see what happens, um, and how receptive they are to it. It'd be great.
0: So, um, where can people find you on social media?
1: I'm at author Maddie James on TikTok and I'm at Maddie James official um, on Instagram. And then of course I'm on Goodreads. Uh, The book is on Goodreads and it's starting to get reviews coming in now, um, which is really nice to see a lot of positive feedback. And um, yeah, you can get in contact with me there. If you go to my link in my bio on either Instagram or TikTok, my website is there and people can contact me there. They can sign up to, to the Hennessy Ranch info newsletter just to get more information on, um, any events or, um, you know, news regarding the books that way. So I send out a monthly newsletter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is perfect. So everybody, all those links to Maddie's, uh, social media, And the book will obviously be in the show description. Y'all know where to look by now. Go look in there. Go (laughs) follow Maddie on social media. Um, My review will be out on the blog on October the, I'm sorry, not October, September the 8th. Um, And this episode will be airing September the 6th. Yes, 6th um so everybody make sure that if you're listening to this go over to witchycornerproductions.com you can hover to the blog and you can see the review there it will also be posted all over amazon goodreads and barnes and noble books a million everywhere um so (laughs) (laughs) it's just easier also if you are somebody who has picked up a copy or is getting a copy of this make sure that you do also post a review the reviews help your author so much Mm -hmm. if you're somebody who also cannot afford a copy Check with your local library. If they don't have a copy, request one. If they cannot get it from another library, they will purchase a copy for that library. So make sure you're requesting copies at your local library so everybody can get access to it and read it. It's awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for saying that. It literally makes my heart so happy to know people are enjoying it. It really does. I I love hearing it. You never hear it too much, honestly, after you put a book out there in the world. so You really
0: don't it's because wonderful. you're just like, this you is don't. months of blood, sweat and tears. And then you're just yeah. like, oh, people actually liked it. They like me. Okay? I, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. That's just it, right? You send it out there. It's like, Oh my goodness. Opening yourself up so much when you put your writing out there. So it's it's a huge compliment to hear that. I am so grateful for every single person that's messaged me and told me how much they like it. I mean, that's going above and beyond for me when people are doing that. Right. So it just Mm -hmm. means so much. Mm -hmm.
0: It's going to be such a great thing. Um, but Maddie this has been wonderful you're gonna have to come back um later this year after book two comes out and we will get you all scheduled for that it'll be a good time we're gonna talk all about it and I'm excited to read it I'm excited for everybody (laughs) else to read it so if you're picking up a copy you can comment below tell us how you liked it you can also uh that's for those who are on YouTube I don't know if you can comment on Spotify but um, I know on YouTube, you can comment if you'd like the book. You can also head over to all of the different websites or wherever you purchased it from and review it and tell Maddie how much you liked it as well. So that will be awesome. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I've had such a good time talking to you about this. It you feels are so good to welcome. Talk <laughs> we'll definitely come back and chat book two
0: (laughs) definitely we will make a plan for it all right everybody well y'all know what to do take care of yourselves be kind to each other review your books and i will talk to you all very soon bye-bye everyone